0: An Eye for an Eye podcast contains subject matters that many may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. This is Eye for an Eye podcast with your host, Lisa, and my trusty sidekick. I'm Matt. (laughs) I hate you. Um, And we're back with another episode of Eye for an Eye podcast, if you guys listened to the beginning you'll know now we are part of the murderly true crime network which is super exciting
1: we are super pumped about it guys if you couldn't tell from my excitement because I just kicked (laughs) it up a notch honestly this murderly network after we had the sit down and first talked about it with Chris and Brian it became to us kind of like an obvious like all right, we're pulling the trigger on that where are we going from here so a little bit more on that we'll describe to you guys a little bit later If you want to check more of it out, look on Facebook, see more, click on the Murderly link, see all of the awesome podcasts that we're now associated with that are on this network.
0: Yeah, check them out. They're really great shows as well.
1: Awesome shows. And I mean, if you guys, I mean, I don't know about you, Lisa, but I'm going to sit in my car in traffic. And throw a podcast on oh, type of person. Yeah.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Every like every hour of the day, I'm listening to someone's podcast.
1: You can just hit shuffle and like catch right? a cool episode of something you might never have heard of. And exactly. you're all of a sudden like, wow, okay, this is a new one for me. <laughs> so, I definitely recommend check it out. Look on our page, as Absolutely. always. And
0: murder.ly is the website if you want to check it out. It's obviously pronounced murderly. Woo. But the way it's written out, if you want to go on the website and check out all the other shows, it's murder.ly. So we also want to give a quick shout-out to Molly, who is our newest Patreon supporter.
2: Hi. Now,
0: with joining Murderly, you guys might see that we are going to now have some ads. Uh, I about, we'll never bombard you guys. We understand that that can get annoying. However, we hope you guys understand that uh, these ads will now start to cover costs that we had on the back end, and they're really, really important to our you know growth as a podcast. But if you don't like those ads and they annoy you, because I completely can understand with that, Um, and empathize with that you guys can always check out our patreon page as little as one dollar a month um can get you ad-free episodes early episodes gets you cute little goodie bags that we're looking to send out soon here i'm actually gonna send them out in the next day or so so by the time you hear this you might have already received it who knows yeah um but that's just something to consider if you do want you know ad-free episodes if the ads bother you and to show support for our show we really appreciate it
1: Truly. But honestly, guys, if we didn't have ads, we wouldn't know what to buy and we wouldn't know that Facebook and the government are tracking our thoughts. <laughs> so just listen to the damn ads. It's really not that long. But anyways, we love you and appreciate you even if you don't. So also before we get started tonight, we'd like to introduce our guest, Melissa. Welcome.
3: Hi, happy to be here.
1: Yes. yes. Happy to have happy you. A first time guest, but a longtime friend of the show and of ours. So we're going to talk about a crazy case tonight. We wanted to get into a little bit of detail, a little bit of background. A lot of people in the U.S. may not have heard of this case because it's uh, it's a little unfamiliar. Uh, happened but happened in the UK. So. Happened in the UK exactly. It wasn't really hugely broadcast here, uh, but it it's something you're going to want to you're going to want to delve more into after we talk a little bit further here. So
0: and just a quick trigger warning. Um, this does deal with the death of a child, so if that is something, and, you know, sexual assault and that kind of stuff, so if that stuff bothers you, you might not want to listen to this episode, just because it is a little rough to listen, well, I mean, a lot, it's not a little rough. It's,
1: it's a, a lot of rough.
0: rough. Um, a lot of rough. All these cases are really a lot of rough.
1: It's Shinnecock Hills last weekend at the U.S. Open, rough, really nasty <laughs> stuff, it, so if you do have a trigger warning, please, guys, this is one that will kind of, you know, cover some gruesome things
0: Alright, so Tia was born on June 30th, 2000 which is coming up here 18 years ago now in London to a single mom named Natalie Sharp Natalie and Tia's dad were not together, Tia's dad's named Steve Carter, however um, he did kind of enter her life uh, later on later um, but he was not around for the beginning of her life, as far as Natalie has reported through the research I've done. Um, so Natalie claims that she had a very, very close relationship with her nan and her mom. So Natalie's uh, Natalie's mom and Natalie's grandma. So that would be Tia's mom and or Tia's grandma and great grandma. Um, so they were a really close family. They had a very close relationship. They really got along. They really bonded. And she cites Tia as the reason she decides to get her life together and stay out of trouble because her mom was kind of more on the or scene, was getting into trouble before she had Tia. So when she got pregnant with Tia, um, she decided to kind of put herself on the straight and narrow and make sure she was, you know, providing for her daughter. So it's important to know that although this case is, you know, a pretty quick case, to be honest, um, there wasn't too, too much background on it, it is important, one of the most important facts, really is that Tia regularly stayed at her grandma's house, and her grandma uh, lived with her grandma's boyfriend, Stuart Hazel. And she mm-hmm. often stay there. Um, like I said, they were really, really close, so she, it was natural for her to stay over at grandma's. Not and
1: unusual for a young girl to stay at her grandmother's house anyways, especially with a single mom who's got a mother helping her out in her life anyways. So. Yeah,
0: so it wasn't unusual, but that was some, some place that she often spent a lot, of, her, a lot of time. At least
1: it shouldn't be unusual. On August 3rd, 2012... Tia's grandmother reported that a 12 year old Tia had not come home Hazel told police that Sharp had left the house that same day to travel to Croydon which was only 5 miles away to buy shoes in a local shopping market so again not unusual for a young girl to do Uh, but then on August 7th Tia's uncle David Sharp made a televised plea for her safe return so 4 days later after she's been missing we're still having a missing girl here
0: yeah, so this was reported to police pretty instantly. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't know how it works in the UK, but I know here they have to be missing for X amount 48, of hours. 48 yeah, hours. Yeah, 48 I hours um, before. Well, it, it might be no, tw- I think it's 24. It's
1: 24 for children. I think it's 48 for adults, if I'm not 40, mistaken.
0: It's the first 48 hours that are the most important. So I think it's like after 24.
1: I think you're right. I think you're right.
0: Yeah, so after 24 hours, you can. Well, I, I think also age is considered.
1: Well, that's what I mean. I think after, I think for adults, it's forty-eight hours. Like an adult can be missing for forty-eight hours without being reported missing. And I Maybe believe it children, four. it's twenty-four. Children, I think you're right. Is twenty-four. That's what Lisa's saying is that it's twenty-four hours for children.
0: But I think because Theo was twelve, they probably, they probably, probably yeah. went on that case right away. I mean, a we young child. We just don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't about.
1: know the law in the United <laughs> United Kingdom. So I barely know the goddamn law in the United States. <laughs> So yeah, Paul so they pretty Rich, instantly
0: reported her missing, and a search was put out
1: for her. Right, so over those four days that she was missing, 55 supposed sightings of Tia were reported by members of the public, but none of them were substantiated or backed up by any level of thought. Uh, everybody just kind of wanted to be involved, it seemed like. This was one of those things. Um, so after 80 police officers were assigned to the search, 800 hours of CCTV footage were collected. And numerous different people reported in having tried to either involve themselves or claim that they saw Tia. Finally, on August ninth, Stuart Hazel appeared on TV for an interview on ITV News and denied that he had done anything to Tia Sharp, and praying for her safe return.
4: Oh, it's been horrible. It's been horrible. Do you know what I mean? The families were stuck inside here. Do you know what I mean? We got all the her papers outside, all putting accusations down. And they asked me stupid questions yesterday. Like, did you do anything? They said, well, no, I didn't. Excuse my language, but no, I didn't. I'd never think of that. I'd love her to bitches She's like my own daughter, for God's sake. We had that sort of relationship. It was that sort of thing. It was just, you know, she wanted it. She got it. She's got got a loving loving home. She's she's never gone without anything, so I can't work it out. What the hell's going on? They're all out there. They want to report the truth. Do you feel, under pressure, do you feel that that perhaps the the people are looking at you? Well, if they believe what they read in the papers, they can do whatever they like. Because I know deep down in my heart that Tia walked out of my house. She walked out of there, and I know damn well because she was seen walking down the pathway. I know she made that track down to that way. What happened after that is I don't know.
0: Which was weird because, one, this was obviously huge. She was a young girl, went missing. It was reported almost instantly. And look how many people were assigned to the case. Look how many people reported citing her. Like, this was huge. It was big in the UK. Huge case because she was so young. And it's interesting to me that Stuart Hazel got on television and denied that he was involved. Right. Like, I don't know how many fingers were being pointed at him. I don't know if everyone was like, this guy's a little creepy. But it's weird to kind of, like... If you're not being outwardly suspected in the media or in the news, for you to come out and be like, yeah, I didn't do it.
1: it. I didn't do it, it. yeah.
0: Like, what? Help find her, but I didn't do it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like...
1: I really hope she comes back, and it definitely wasn't me. Like, good to note, but...
0: But, yeah, so unfortunately, um, that was on August 9th, when he came out and just out of nowhere kind of said that he had nothing to do with her disappearance, but hoped that she would return safely. Um, Unfortunately... A day later, her body would be found. Police had searched um, her grandma and her grandma's boyfriend's residence before, since the last place... Oh, okay, wait a minute. My brain is not working. Okay, so three different times police had gone to the residence of Tia's grandma and Tia's grandma's boyfriend, Stuart. Three different times, right? Didn't find anything, not really sure how, but... That was the last place that Tio was seen alive. So that's immediately where they searched. That was the first place they went. Right. First place the police went. And, this and come discovered
1: in, nothing in the first search. Yeah.
0: And, and this is going to be something we're going to talk about too because of what came after. But basically, they searched three different times, didn't see anything. But on their fourth visit, which was on August 10th, police fears were realized. Wrapped in a black bedsheet and stuffed into a black bag tucked away in a loft in Hazel and Bicknell's home, police found the body of 12 year old Tia Sharp. So her body was finally found on the fourth visit to the home.
1: I'm a little concerned at that. It took them four tries of searching their house. Fourth! To notice visit a black duffel bag stuffed? with
0: a body in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, what? What gave it away? The smell, or like? Yes.
0: Oh, I mean, that's what they said. They said the smell. They said that's what gave it away. He it's said morbid. not to be morbid. In like the um, reports about it, the one police officer was interviewing, he said not to be morbid, but that's how we figured it out. Uh,
1: rotting flesh is distinct.
0: <sighs> so take it away, Melissa. With the arrest,
3: as soon as they found that body in their fourth search of the home, police automatically issued a search for Stuart Hazel. I mean, figuring that he had been responsible
0: for the little girl's murder. Yeah, because she was found in their house. It would either be the grandma or the boyfriend. Yeah, and the grandma didn't
3: go on television saying, "Oh, I do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not so <laughs> fucking bizarre." So after a tip off from somebody in the public, I'm not, you know, somebody probably called and, and, mm-hmm. and came out. Uh, they found him and they arrested him on suspicion of murder. Um, so after Stewart was arrested. It, later, it was announced that two other arrests had been made uh, the grandmother and their one neighbor, Paul Meehan, on suspicion of assisting Stuart. Wow. Uh, which Isn't is insane. Wild? So, uh, your grandmother, oh my god, like your grandma, like you buy cookies with your grandma. Your right? grandma doesn't kill you. Exactly. I know. exactly. And a neighbor, which is surprising because, I mean,. It seems like they kind of. How good of like
1: friends they, are they with the neighbor? Like, if I knocked on my neighbor's door and <laughs> yes. asked for some right. sugar, like they're like, it. "Cool." Yeah. If I ask, "Hey, I, I need your help moving this black bag with yeah, a black you so black sheet in it," don't ask questions.
3: <laughs> oh my god. I'm curious to know like how old the the uh, grandparents were too. It seems like they
0: were young. It didn't really say, but I from what I read about Tia's mom. I gathered that she was a younger mother. You know what I mean, and probably. so that would make probably her parents a little bit younger than your average like grandma, and grandpa, like 89 year olds, like yeah. shuffling this body up
1: in the <laughs> closet. Right. They went on TV. They're like, it definitely wasn't this. Day. Right. Yeah.
3: Really. Like no cane or anything. Um, okay. So anyway, so uh, the grandmother and uh, Christine and the neighbor Paul both posted bail. Um, but police had been to Christine, the grandmother's house, three separate occasions, as we mentioned before, uh, the little girl, Tia's body was found. They apologized to Tia's mom about how long it took to find her. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, agonizing for a parent to have that being gone. You have your little girl being gone for that long. And really she had been at the grandparents' houses the whole time. Um, so the police chief and everybody was adamant that they would never let something like this happen again and have it take so long uh, to to find this little girl where especially
0: when she's right under their nose. she was there the whole time
4: Four searches, it and it
0: makes you wonder how thoroughly they searched right? for
1: searches
0: it, it's what just, were y'all
1: doing in there right? what were and you it, looking for it is
0: good that they have acknowledged publicly that they have messed something up massively here
1: yeah Um, I mean, come on.
3: Well, this gets even creepier as we Mm -hmm. continue on here. So, right after Stewart was arrested, uh, they obviously went through the home and, and, you know, did a search warrant and everything. They grabbed memory cards from his digital camera um, from his house, and they found one in particular that was... In the door frame hidden on the ground floor of the
0: property. Like, Which, like, like if you what? don't have anything to hide, you hide nothing. Yeah. What the? But what made what them search that? that? Did they like rip the, the like? Wow. What makes you search like? The, After they
1: found the body, they're yeah, probably, they probably we're wanna, ripping this motherfucker out. Probably <laughs> probably we're not to find evidence. They were anyway. looking but for But do they normally everything. do they,
0: Do they normally like rip apart the house like that? You'd have to dig. They couldn't find a damn body that was in a loft. How in the hell did they find a memory card a the size of inches. my thumb? You know, in a, in the door frame in the floor.
4: I'm happy they found it. Right. You know
1: I mean? Money so. says it was the same guy. Everybody else had these big, thick, wiry glasses. <laughs> there was one dude in there with perfect vision. Or one woman in there, probably. One woman who was probably more diligent than all of them. I'm just spitballing here. And had better eyesight and discovered both the body and this microchip.
0: We should do an escape room. I wonder if we'd be able to get the hell out of it. I don't know. I've uh, done one once and we got out, but it obviously wasn't all because of me. I They're know. They're tricky. Some of them are we hard. Are. But sorry, we got a little off track. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, now, folks, if uh, you haven't bailed yet and are thinking about it, would this, you, this, this would be the time. So, last chance.
1: <laughs> um, Bail on us, now yeah. it
3: gets pretty disturbing, um, some of the things that the police found on that memory camera, or on the memory card.
1: Even uh, we're disturbed um, by this, you guys. Yes.
3: So the police found a couple of images. They were able to recover some videos, uh, some of which they had been deleted, so they were able to recover some of those. Um, So some of the files portrayed Tia, Mm 12-year-old Tia, uh, in sexual positions, believed to have been taken post-mortem, whereas others were very voyeuristic images of when she was still alive um for example of her applying moisturizer to her legs or of her like sleeping in her bedroom it's so, so fucking creepy it was like both i mean your grandparents house so alive what? and dead both of them are on there
0: which is it's i mean it's just, just i don't know you know what the hell it's like these are people this little girl trusted you know what i mean and he was spying on her she like lotioning her legs and sleeping? Are you kidding me? That's just disgusting. Like, those are the, like, this is horrific, but those are the creepiest things in the world to me. I hate the idea that you're being watched and you don't know that
1: you're Oh, I know. It bugs me out all the time. That's so true.
0: Ugh. Ugh, I have the chills. I know, right? It just, like, makes you just so disturbed. So disturbed. I mean, 12. I mean, gosh, 12. What grade are you in when you're 12 in America? Sixth.
1: Seventh, Sixth
0: yeah. God, that's insane. It's so,
3: so sad. But it gets even worse. So, yes, yeah, it does get It gets worse. So, uh, the police consulted with the forensic psychologist. Uh, her name was Dr. Carrie Nixon. So, Dr. Nixon suggested that he probably kept these photos later for some side, kind of sick, disgusting sexual gratification, I guess, if that's... That's so cool. okay, Yeah. Um, So, anyway, two days after he was arrested, August 12th, uh, Stuart Hazel was charged with murder of Tia. Um, He was held in protective custody while awaiting trial for his own safety. As in the hierarchy of jailhouse criminals go, crimes against children are, like, the worst of the worst. Do you
0: ever wonder, real quick, why they protect those people? Like, I guess you can't, like, feed someone to the wolves, That's that's exactly why they do it. do you have to do that? Like, these people are shitty. Typically, like, you know what I mean?
1: Typically, listen, if an attorney is worth their... A defense attorney is worth their salt, they would apply for protective custody for their client right away. Okay, that makes sense. And if they don't, then they could be charged with misconduct. Really? If, ju- if they
0: didn't... Yeah, sure I, that's, that's an appeal,
1: jail. that you didn't have the a, a proper... Counsel, and that they gave you bad advice, or that they didn't do something right for you, and that how would that
0: be his fault if they put him in not protective custody? Well, here's
1: the thing: if a judge doesn't put you in protective custody, that's grounds for appeal.
0: Oh, damn! All right, so
1: like, it's basically there's no reason not to. If someone applies for protective custody, well, yeah, it's it's called vindictive (laughs) justice, which is the exact reason they don't do it.
3: Well, and you figure like some prisons are more. Like, worse than other ones, you know mm. what I mean? And then oh, others... Hell yeah.
1: I wouldn't want to be in San Quentin or Rikers Island with a charge like that.
3: Right. Well, plus you figure, I mean, if he, he hasn't been convicted yet, I'm sure they want him alive so that they yeah, can, you know... Yeah, justice. Yeah, I mean, right. if he gets his ass kicked, and Am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah. Although an autopsy was done on Tia to see, you know, what she died from, they said, the medical examiners. I mean, by then, then, said that the delay in finding her body um, caused their examination to, to be a little bit hindered because they can't it was hard for them to determine that mm-hmm. um, so without that finite cause that they were having trouble with uh, it was very hard for the prosecution to build a case. So the they had detectives on it you know everybody was on this working on it detectives, detectives suspected and it was widely reported that Tia was smothered to death. Uh, although it wasn't officially
0: proven to be
1: the cause of death. Well, here's my thought, because if there are no obvious signs of either poison or strangulation... Poison
0: still be in your system, though. Depends on the type of poison. Strangulation. Strangulation,
1: Strangulation, yes. But what I was going to say was, though, if there are no obvious signs of a gunshot, a knife wound, strangulation... I would, or poison, things of that nature. I would think that or smothering would, anything like that, not, yeah, just or be even clear, being beaten to death
0: would be like pillow over the, a face, pillow over hands the over face, face,
1: hands over the face. It
0: wouldn't be throat, right? No, you because you would strangle. Well, no, that would throat. be
1: like throttling somebody and strangling them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like smothering, so smothering somebody is, is like putting a pillow over their, over their face until they don't breathe, or a bag, something of that nature. Okay. Yes. So Although I think that would be suffocation, and I think that is actually is that different than smothering? Yes, it is.
0: Tell me how. <clears throat> I need to know.
1: So people who are smothered to death, actually, they say often like cough blood up on the pillow because it's like your body fights so hard against it that you die from like I forget They're what it struggling. is. Struggling. It's like an abrasion of yeah. Look it up. It's yeah. like an abrasion of of your lungs or your throat or something. It's it, a
3: Very random thing for you to
1: know. I watched a lot of weird shit, and I was a criminal justice major. <laughs> Was. What
0: was it? Smothering versus what?
1: Suffocation.
0: <coughs> the thing that comes up is loving. Smothering versus loving. Like, mm. no, not parents. We're not talking to love like, smothering <laughs> yeah. your cat or your dog. Okay, so... Smothering can either be partial or complete, where partial indicates the person being smothered is able to inhale out some air, although less than required. In a normal situation, smothering requires at least partial obstruction of both the nasal cavities and the mouth to lead to asphyxia. And then suffocation is a general term to indicate that a form of asphyxia, which is caused by deprivation of oxygen either due to lack of oxygen um, in the environment or from obstruction of the air passages. That didn't really help me figure out what the fucking difference is, but that's fine. I'll just go with what you said and I'm going to cut out everything else.
1: I, I think, no, no, I read that because I actually think that was really pertinent to what I was saying. I think what they're saying is that it's it's how you how you die from the two. Yeah. That is different. Okay, so
0: smothering is a form of asphyxia which is caused by closing the external respiratory orifices either by external... By either the hand or other means, or blocking the cavities of the nose and the mouth by introduction of a foreign substance such as mud, paper, cloth, etc. Suffocation is a general term... Oh, that's what I... Is that what I just said? Yes. What was the other one I No, read? the other was one smothering.
1: was smothering.
0: Smothering is what I just read.
1: Yes, suffocation is
0: suffocation is a general term to indicate that a form of asphyxia, which is caused by deprivation of oxygen, either due to lack... So I guess strangulation and smothering are obviously different. Strangling, you're like, cutting off the internal air.
1: Right, okay. Whereas
0: smothering is your orifices are being Right,
1: so it's the difference is external versus just general. Ew,
0: what the fuck is the fucking... What is the fucking... Why is that the fucking banner on this website?
1: What's the banner?
0: Fucking dead bodies. (laughs) Um...
1: Let me see. Like open cadavers. Yep.
0: Why would that be the fucking?
1: That's gross. Right.
0: Yeah, let's get it off of my phone. Okay. The <laughs> person
1: don't... with a blue face is pretty nasty, though. They were strangled have... to death.
3: Uh, the forensic psychologist, Dr. Nixon, was so he had suggested that Stewart may have had made sexual advances toward Tia and then he decided to murder her by smothering her when she rebuffed him and threatened to tell her mom so the prosecution believed that stewart originally had plans to hide tia's body away from the residence however with the media frenzy surrounding this case um they had truck stations outside of their house like it was very hard for him to leave the house undetected much less with uh, a, a dead body So
0: Which again I still don't understand it. Like obviously He wasn't gonna leave the house Cause like trucks and shit Were outside But where was it the first Like many right? times Like how did Was it in the sloth The whole time Like I have so many questions And I wanna know How the police Messed it up so bad
1: That's what I don't well, understand
0: maybe I mean they might have um, Cause I feel like He must have moved it Within the house He had to have And I wanna know If her grandmother Had any idea
3: How do you not know What that smell of a de- If a decaying body Is in your house For like a week Do
0: you know Do
1: you know. bodies you know. start
0: to smell Instantly no. no. Or does it take like a few days?
1: It takes two days. Depends on if they're exposed to the sun or something
0: like that. Because they said yeah, she no. was killed. Well, she went missing the third, so she was presumably killed the second or the third. Yeah. So by the tenth, I mean that's a week. So do you, like, don't you think Grandma would have like?
3: Maybe Grandma was really old. and yeah. Blind
2: and see yeah. or whatever. <laughs> smell. Yeah. Maybe they put a lot of
3: perfume on it. I don't know. It kept her out of
2: that
0: room. Maybe All she right. was
1: complicit. Maybe she, wasn't she, was she was charged. Yeah, she was charged, remember. Yeah, was she tried?
0: Let's get into it. Let's Matt, take it away. Let's get into that.
1: All right. So, it was announced on November 26, 2012, that Stuart Hazel would face trial in May 2013, so roughly seven months later. On December 7, 2012, the Metropolitan Police announced that Christine Sharp would not face charges.
0: Which is a mom.
1: Yes, the grandma. Do
0: you think real quick? No, it doesn't really mom get into I think that. No. I, Christine is the grandma. The grandma. mom is Natalie. No. Like they knew Natalie had nothing to do with it.
1: She wasn't there.
0: Um, but it's interesting. Do you think that's more because they didn't have enough evidence to prove she was involved, or do you think they genuinely believe she did not have a clue? Yes. To what part? Of?
1: Why would they not? If they didn't have enough evidence, why would they think she was involved? They she had to in the have house. done. I'm saying they had to have no, done you their kind of like
0: when we talked with Richie about why they didn't charge the hospitals or like why they didn't why they brought them up on one count of the oh, first. Well here's the difference. That, that reason... Here's
1: the difference. They knew the hospitals were complicit. They knew that. Yeah. What we don't know is was Christine complicit? If she was and was just good at hiding it, then they didn't do enough due diligence to prove that she was. What I'm saying to answer your question is Did they not prosecute her because they didn't have enough evidence or because they thought she was innocent? I'm saying to you, they thought she was innocent because they didn't have enough evidence. Yeah,
0: I guess it goes
1: hand in hand. Do you know what I mean? That's why I say yes, because I think after doing their full investigation, they were probably like, hey, she's the one that, number one, reported her missing. Number two has let us into the house every time. Reported missing the same day, yeah, mind you. You're right. Okay. You're right, you're so right. I think after their quake evaluation plus they looked at Stuart Hazel and said You're a fucking creepy man. You fucking did this. Yeah. Whether you're willing to admit that or not. Well they
0: knew instantly, which is really kind of surprising because why did they have to find the body before they arraign him? Boom. Jeez. So now that we went over why Christine wasn't charged. She was not charged.
1: Yes, so we know Christine was not charged. On February 5th, 2013, neighbor Paul Meehan, who we all kind of didn't really know too much about him and his involvement, yeah, we don't know what all he was involved with, but he was charged with wasting police time, so he's now been charged with two minor, I don't know if those are misdemeanors in London, or I'm sorry, in the UK, I'm saying, I don't know if that's a misdemeanor in London, but I know those two are not felonies or if they are their minor felonies like e-felonies in the United States. So he's at least involved to the point that they probably were just pissed off at this guy. They probably asked him questions and he was just not forthcoming. That's This is my summation of what I've read and from mm-hmm. what he's being charged with. I think he was just being an asshole. And he either knew more than he was willing to admit or just didn't want to talk to the police and was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like you so, were one. Yes, like I have been. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but (laughs) with (laughs) a twelve-year-old
2: girl like that's what I mean. I would
1: hope he wasn't like that, but who knows? All
2: right. Also,
1: if not, like, was he complicit? That's even worse, you know.
0: Well, it's Um, I'm just curious that it wasn't reported why he was charged. Like, I could not find that anywhere. Why? Like, what? what made them believe that he had something because it's a neighbor like what did he maybe you're right maybe he got like in the police's way when they were trying to enter the house or bitch at them for being outside
1: I'm saying yeah, yeah. honestly I could have very easily seen them coming over and asking hey you know do you know anything about them and him being like fuck off
0: yeah. you know uh-huh.
1: and them being like sir we're trying to ask you questions about a little girl's disappearance and like I said fuck off yeah. you know and that being the reason that he was charged with what was he originally charged with here uh
0: I just had, w- like covering up. A, what was it? it was no, a, no, no,
1: no. It was it was something.
0: It's up here.
1: Very minor. Um,
0: oh, it's a uh, suspicion of ass- assisting an off- offender. So <laughs> on suspicion of assisting an offender. So he was I don't know how the hell he would be assisting him. Is that the same blocking the police? Not
1: talking to the police, not being cooperative with the police. But then I, would- I guess that would be a different charge, like not cooperating with the police. But at the same yes, time,
0: time would
3: be like sending him on a wild goose chase. Like, oh yeah, well, I saw the little girl yesterday running over yeah. here. Yeah, clearly
0: you didn't. Yeah.
1: Maybe that was what he said. Maybe he. Maybe it was the exact opposite, and he talked way too much and started bullshitting with them.
0: God, I wish there was more about
1: that. I know that's Paul, a little. If you're
0: out there. Give us a call. Yeah, hey
1: Paul, reach out. Man, we like you, man. Um, so, anyways, he appeared at Croydon Magistrates Court on February 28th, 2013, where he denied the charges against him and was released on bail for a one-day trial on July 29th. So, back to Stuart Hazel. He pled, not guil- he pled not guilty to murder when he appeared in court on March 8th, 2013. Of course he did. Of course. His trial began on May 7th before Judge Justice Nickel. On the opening day of this trial, the judge heard that Hazel had repeatedly accessed pedophile images from prepubescent girls on his mobile phone. That was first day of trial evidence that was admitted. Tia's mother, Natalie, so Sharp, not of Tia. Just no, like just of random, of random girls. Yes, but they
0: also found the pictures that you talked about on the memory card of Tia. So it was said that before. And after he was still accessing these wow. images, even after she disappeared, what and obviously he murdered her. UFO.
1: For real. So that was on the opening day of trial evidence that was admitted, like we said. So that's you know pretty damning unto right itself. There. Right. Exactly, pretty damning like, evidence. Yeah,
3: I'd be like, clearly he does it. Here's proof. He's still <laughs> all doing
0: it. Here's the dude. Motherfucker, uh, learn his lesson.
1: So Tia's mother, Natalie, left the courtroom visibly shaken as the opening statements were presented. I
0: don't blame her at all. I can't even imagine that being nah. a family member or a mother or anything. Even a friend listening to this. Oh, and she let her, her daughter
3: stay over there all the time. Yeah.
0: And I, I just, you know, as a mom, you feel like you need to... I mean, it's your job to protect your kids. I'm sure she felt like she had that, had something to do with this, even though it's not her fault. She did not know this was happening.
1: Of course, but, but it's a difficult situation to ever, you know, rationalize. Uh, but the prosecution's Andrew Edis said in opening statements, Tia Sharp died a sudden and we suggest violent death. The prosecution's case is that Stuart Hazel had a sexual attraction for Tia Sharp. There was some form of sexual assault, and that was the reason he killed her.
0: So that was the prosecution's case. That was he the basis was for their case. He making a move on her. She rebuffed him, and he got mad and killed,
1: killed her, her. Rather than let her tell what had happened. Uh, so Edith said Hazel tried to create a lie that Tia had run away from home and went to all these great lengths to try and hide her body and other items in the loft of his home, which apparently was pretty hard to access or find. <laughs> So uh, what,
3: he ran, she ran away, and he found her in the in the woods, yeah, and he like brought he her went, home, wrapped <laughs> her in
0: a black sheet, and, and, and put her in a bag, in a black and stuffed bag. her in his loft, and then said, "I didn't do anything." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what? Like what? Clearly, these people aren't the smartest on this earth. Yeah, But you're right. Like what? And it's it's weird that They're she's the fin- one for that can <laughs> fin- talk sure about that. sharper
1: crayon. So, yeah, he actually. That's
0: going to be the name of this episode. There's been sharper crayons.
1: There's been sharper crayons. I like that.
0: That is 100%. 100%. I love I'm that. I'm texting it too, so don't forget. <laughs>
1: okay. It's recorded. It's
0: recorded. the title. I couldn't find it to save my life. It happens, honestly. It's lost. <laughs>
1: there have been sharper crayons. I love
0: that as a title. 'Cause I like making them like less morbid than the case. Because yeah. it makes them a kind of like <laughs>
4: sets the tone that's a the death of Tish like. <laughs> the death of the Tish. Yes, Shelf that was great. Yeah, like, yes. Oh yeah. You're about to be in the
0: next episode
4: too. We're gonna keep you here
3: I like, woop
1: woop. I like you. I like you. <laughs> it's cause you guys keep each other on track. <laughs>
0: <Hardly>. <laughs> Fuckers. Okay. We're moving.
1: Um so, yeah, exactly, Melissa. He wrapped the child's body in a sheet before sealing it into a bin with sticky tape, hiding it in the attic loft, and saying it had been meticulously wrapped and hidden.
0: So clearly, he it did make sense, his story based on. But then, but then, Matt. But then. Tell us how he changed the story. Tell us what he then said happened.
1: Then, he flip-flopped. The prosecution was sure to get on top of the defense's claim that this was a tragic accident by saying we know when she died, where she died, we know this, there was only two of them in the house at the time, so was it murder or may have been an accident, but what we know is that after she died, he put her into the loft. Now, that is not what you normally do with somebody who has suffered a tragic accident. Which
0: reminds me of Casey Anthony.
1: Yes, exactly. So even
0: if people believed she died on accident, drowned in the pool, or accidentally was overdosed on, you know, medicine or Xanax... Anything. Afterwards, you fucking put her in the woods.
4: That in in a bag. you
0: any sane human being where they're experiencing an accident... What? Okay, yeah, when they're experiencing an accident... Would call the fucking authorities, call right. EMTs, call somebody. Call the police, you don't call not, you don't somebody. See a dead body. There have been, have been a lot of incidents. Of I don't know. Of your granddaughter, if, right?
1: Yeah, right? Of your granddaughter. I don't know. Have you guys seen recently all the incidents of police, like, saving kids from choking, like, being pulled over on the side of the road? And, like, what? we've seen, like, five of those recently where, like, a cop has pulled Are over. You watching?
3: What do you mean, like, the child is, like, like being strangled? or like, is she, No, like, no, being...
1: no. Um, But yeah, I've seen a lot of these videos. First of all, I'm going to plug one of my favorite new Instagram follows here and my cousin Gary for recommending it to me. The Inside Drop. It's a great Instagram and Twitter follow. It's like a news organization, but they're independent. They're great. Uh, Post a lot of good stuff. So I recommend everybody listening also to follow them. But yeah, I've seen a lot of these videos of police being, you know, sort of just called into action to help choking kids like choking on either a quarter or like the one kid was choking on like a gumball and you know like yeah so like totally saved these kids lives man i mean it it was amazing um so i'm wondering like you know why wouldn't if you were in a situation like that like call a cop call the emt call somebody who could help you even if the child died wouldn't you call somebody to like report what had happened and and that's
0: exactly what the the prosecution, I mean, yeah, the prosecution was saying, they were saying, okay, you may want to try to spin this as an accident, as we'll see here in a second, like like his defense tried to do. But tell me this, if it was that much of an accident, why didn't he call authorities when he noticed she was not breathing? Why didn't
1: anybody ever call the police? And
0: where was the grandma at during all of this time? <laughs> I'm know. i
1: curious, too. Maybe
0: she's, like, out running here. I mean, it seems like it was very quick when he told her she didn't come home that day. She instantly called the police. Which is, I'm guessing, like Matt said, why she wouldn't have been charged.
3: Well, and she's 12. You either lose her at the house, or you lose her when you're out somewhere. So if you think she's at the house, she's 12. How far is she going to go from your house at 12?
1: Well, exactly. And, I mean, the defense used, eventually, what their ploy was, was that... I shouldn't say ploy, I should say their angle. That's the right word.
0: Ready for this?
1: Was that after falling down the stairs, Tia had snapped her neck, and that... Stuart Hazel had panicked in that moment and not known what to do.
0: Let's go over that for a second. There was no evidence anywhere that her neck was broken. Well, yeah. So how could they... Like, how would a defense concoct a story in conscious when you know the physical evidence does not make any sense? I mean, I know you can't tell she died, but if she snapped her neck, you'd be able to tell.
1: Well, her cause of death would have been... A broken neck.
0: Yeah, yeah, not we <laughs> can't determine what it was. So, like, do you think the defense was just like pussyfooting around? Like, what do you think that they were doing? Wouldn't her neck look like this? Yeah, exactly. Like, like you would. It would be the cause of death. How would you concoct that that's what happened if you clearly know? At least make something up that the evidence makes sense with.
1: Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. How would you ever back that up? Right. Substantiate like, that claim.
0: Like, okay, get any medical examiner on the stand, and you're already you're <laughs> debunking already, that. Theory. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Lise. Um, and then, to add insult to idiocy, three days after Tia was killed, while the search for her body was ongoing, they'd probably been in his house already three times at that point, he tried to access an incest sex website on his phone.
4: So
0: this man is clearly sick, right? And he, like, he knows his... his-
4: Granddaughter
0: Well like Whatever boyfriend To a grandma Who has a granddaughter Would be Is dead inside Their home And he's still Looking at this Sexual stuff He's still viewing The pictures he took Of her dead body Yep Which it's just on another level disgusting right and like you know like what do you think you're, they're gonna
3: hide it forever if you find it we're the first place they're gonna look exactly. uh, what the heck you're doing
4: yeah,
1: yeah check into like, your history
3: like that's like a real addict I think yeah. like you yeah. know these consequences
0: and you are not and you don't, you're care. And
1: you don't doing yeah, it anyway. can't stop yourself yeah that's a good point Melissa absolutely because I mean at that point he was probably their primary suspect. Why is he incriminating himself further? And because he knew
0: he was the main suspect because on yeah. the night he came on the news and was like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. But I hope she's safe. Well. Yeah, so you can keep molesting her. Yeah, like, sick. like. Yeah, exactly. Like, what?
1: Sick is definitely the right term. Um. So, on May 13th. Two
0: days after my birthday because everything mm. happens in May.
1: Very odd, that is.
3: Or July. Yeah, right.
1: On May 13th, Stuart Hazel changed his plea to guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment on May 14th, a day later. Uh, So the minimum term for that sentence was 38 years uh, when he will be 75 years old. He may be eligible for parole.
3: Whoa, okay, so that is ridiculous to me anyway because isn't he the grand? He's not the actual grandfather. He's like the grandfather the or boyfriend. the grandmother's boyfriend or whatever. Oh
1: no, wait so a minute! He'll be seventy-five and
3: thirty-eight years. How young is this?
1: Thirty-seven. Wait, was he the was he the great?
3: I can't do math, but whatever. He's He's the-
0: math. This is where you spit it Yeah, thirty-eight and thirty-seven and
1: seventy-five, yo. So, you're so 37 years old when he was the grandmother's boyfriend? Yeah. How old was the grandma? Well,
3: when I mean, we said she they were all young. Were so, you figure like if they were, kids, if they were each 16 when they had, you know, teen pregnancies, yeah. whatever, grandma could be 40. What?
0: Well, and I didn't even great. think about that, Matthew. That's so funny that you just pointed that out. Like, after we were like, how old could they be? You're like, wait a minute. It says it right here.
1: That is damn disgusting. 30.
0: 38 Some years
1: old. old. So he wasn't even, like, an old man. Like, dude. Yeah,
0: like, which makes me wonder, had he offended before?
1: Yeah, I wonder that, or, too.
0: Or why was he with Grandma? He'd be in close proximity to Granddaughter, I'm sure.
1: Maybe, maybe. Wow. Well, so
0: he'll be actual Grandpa age when he gets out. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um. Oh, so here's, he out, yeah. here's another interesting little tidbit about our boy Paul Meehan. <laughs> That's <laughs> so little to do with this case. He's just like this random little like, he, just, right? guy. he just got so <laughs> fucked him,
0: or hate him. This is why <laughs> if the police come to you for any reason, you do your damnedest to help them. Yeah, just just be friends. nice,
1: man. I learned it the hard way. Just be fucking cool, man, because they have all the power if they really want to. They can at least toss your ass for a day. <laughs> they can fuck your whole day up if they want to, at least. Um, didn't go that poorly for me, honestly, but it's gotten a lot more worse for a lot of people people so just be be yeah. conscious. Um so Paul Meehan after the hell of a year for Paul <laughs> he was he was found guilty of wasting police time and sentenced to five months in prison.
0: Paul, where are you?
1: <laughs> imagine
0: oh, about, tell us, yeah. what happened. Wait, Wait, like, let us
1: Imagine going to jail at the same time as Stuart Hazel and Stuart Hazel like pointing at him being like yeah, well, this motherfucker was wasting police time, <laughs>
0: yeah, like, and he just got his ass
1: beat as bad as he did
0: months. for five months. over that and eye for an eye, because obviously this is part of sentencing. But five, remember that he got five months for wasting
1: police time. Well, Tia Sharp's father—I don't know if he was aware of Stuart. Or, I'm sorry, of Paul Meehan's sentence. <laughs> But up, Stuart Hazel's sentence, this might be my favorite quote from the entire episode we're recording here. He wasn't exactly thrilled with it. He said, and if you guys don't mind me doing it in the accent, he should have hanged. <laughs> oh and I love that. I will talk about that in a second, but. He
3: should have hanged.
1: He should have hanged. In June 2013, the home of Christine Sharp and Stuart Hazel, where Tia was murdered was demolished, and in mid-2014, work began on a new house being built on the site. So, that house is no longer in existence. And in November 2013, partly in response to the murders of Tia Sharp and April Jones, who was a five-year-old girl who met a similar fate, we will be covering her case, Lisa says, trust us. The search engines Google and Bing modified their systems to block results from searches aimed at producing child abuse images. So Good. after right. all that
0: that's like poor, what's the subway's main name? Fucking Jared Fogle. Ugh. Nasty ass. Rapey man.
1: Yeah. Pedophile. That dude is fucked up. And Subway Ugh. So Eye for an eye. Let's chat. Eye for an eye. Melissa, you're our guest. Start us off. So let's start
0: with Paul.
1: <laughs> let's start with Paul.
0: <laughs> Poor Paul. Poor Paul. Do you Poor mean, Paul,
1: man. What did he do?
0: Right? Like you would think if it was something like major that really affected the case, you would say.
1: He right? definitely fought a cop.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> right? he
1: threw blows okay, with a cop. Gordon, he think he, think threw, his, he threw he threw
3: blows. Think he did something to deter or hinder them from finding Tia sooner. Would be my logical, like where you go with that because one, I mean, how long did, the, did she was she gone for five days or mm-hmm. something
2: before five yeah, days? So, around she
3: was
0: found on the 10th.
3: So, what could he have okay, done in so, that yeah, time? He got, under a, he got under a month per day that she was gone missing,
0: and you know, so they could have. I mean, do you think ridiculous. it's fair? Do you think that I for, for that part of it, do you think that punishment fits the crime? Like, you think. I mean, it's hard to say because we don't know exactly what he did. Right. Right. But do you think just based on this, the charge, hindering police... What is it, was it? Wasting, wasting time. time?
3: Well, I bet you next time he'll be a lot more tolerable.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: right. Sitting do on the back of a that? bay. Oh,
0: my gosh. Wasting time. Um,
4: wasting time. That's
0: Paul's theme song. So do you guys think that fit the crime? What do you uh, think would have been fair? Is it better? Clearly that's a little excessive. Five months in jail. I
1: think I think my man's got fucked. I wanna know I mean, what he did exactly, but yeah. I think he got fucked, man.
0: Probably. Like I said, if if it was something super serious, it probably would they have been a charge. Yeah. yeah I mean, not wasting the police time. Obviously, like I said, we don't know what he did, so we can't really really make it but like based on wasting police time what do you think is a fair sentence for that depending on like how he like, wasted I, yeah, he like a community service right thing? Like yeah thing? like, like what did he fine. do
1: I want to know what he did I, I want to like know what community
0: community he did Call, let thing. us know what you did dude you messed did he up?
1: pull a full on Casey Anthony and get them in the car and drive them to Universal and show them around and like walk <laughs> in the office and like shake people's hands and they'd be like I don't work here <laughs> yeah. Like, did he pull some bullshit, or did he literally just be like...
0: He just pissed off the wrong car. I'm
1: saying, I, I literally think he might have just pissed off the but wrong But
0: the joke. fact that, like, a minor's involved, too, and, like, the yeah. death of a case, I mean... And it's true, you know, when you're you you when you're messing around, when they're doing serious, serious work, and you're right, it's a minor, it, she's missing, we don't we only have, like I said, the first 48 hours is the most important Yeah, there's time. a TV show
3: on that, first 48, yeah. like, because that's so critical. If they, if he was exactly. the reason that it took them a week to find her, like, that's a big deal. Yeah, and I
0: so if, if that was the case, do you think five months is proper or improper? If it was, like, it did something that really did slow down the investigation, like, hardcore? I mean... it's mean, a hefty one, but... It had to have
1: been something.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I agree with you, though, the first... if Like, since it's not specific what he did, if we're just going based on wasting police time without any further context, I think it's a bit hefty of a... Of a I think a lot of community service, shitload of community service... Maybe five years of community service plus a fine. Yeah, you know, maybe you know, forcing him to assist police officers or something crazy. But I think five months in jail. Yeah. Because
1: five <laughs> months, yo. Yeah, right, you like, must
0: have done something. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe UK law is a lot yeah, more strict. Yeah. If you mess around, they don't mess around back. Um. So okay, so we agree that that seems pretty hefty, but we're not hundred percent sure mm-hmm. we needed. It. Let's talk about our fucking nasty ass, gross, disgusting man, Stuart Hazel. Dirty, Vermin.
1: dirty, no good pig. St- oh, dirty, no good and
0: rotten. Dirty,
1: rotten, no good pig stealing great great grandpa That's who it is.
0: Yeah, 38 year old boyfriend of this grandma. Um, what do you guys think about his case? He got what, 38 years to life? Ugh. 35 man years 38. to 38. So do you think it's it would be fair for him to get out of jail at 75? So um, he continue child molesting?
3: Right. No. What do you think?
1: No, I don't believe so. I believe he should have gotten life without parole based on what he did, based on the fact that he got away with it for so long, and based on the fact that he's clearly fucked up. I mean, he's... Like you guys said, okay? A couple of good points you guys made here. First of all, he was... Unable to stop himself from looking at child porn here.
3: Yeah, what kind of lesson did you learn? Really right. none.
1: Right, exactly. Second of all, he was really the only primary suspect.
0: Instantly, which is Instantly, yeah.
1: I mean, there was nobody else the police really kind of looked at and were like, Oh, it could have been them other than Christine.
0: And even that was dropped quick really quickly.
1: Exactly. So I mean I think it was obvious and I think like they probably searched the house four times for a reason, but again, I don't know why it took them four times. But to even find they money. said, you
0: know, we messed up here. Something, something yeah. was clearly not right. There's no reason Definitely. we shouldn't have found it first we or second sweep the house.
1: But I think it says a lot that they went back four times. That yeah, they I they had. you're no
0: allowed time. to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Like, but I'm I thinking, think
0: you're right, though. I think Christine probably let them in. Because I think without us, most people would be like, no, you're not coming back to my house again. Whereas. I think she was like, "Help me find her. You can search yeah, everything. Yeah. Figure it out. What's going on?" Right. Um, so you do believe he should have got should get life without parole? Is what you're saying, Matt?
1: I do. I do. If, family, or or, or go with go with what his dad said. Hang. Hang him. Or her dad said, I should say, hang him.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, should have been hang- Should have hanged. Should have hanged. He yeah. should have hanged. It's just sick on so many levels. So what do you think? absolutely life yeah bro you know, i mean a minor
0: with yeah, 75 is still pretty young like i mean obviously it's old but like yeah, i mi- mean people still got like their hair color there. right 75 is <laughs> the new 50 right i agree with you guys i think he should have got life no possibility of parole clearly he's not learning his lesson and in jail i feel like it's the safest place for the world because like everyone said he didn't stop after all of this. He was continuing to look at these images, continuing to Google search children being abused. Like, that's, that's something that, that goes away and that doesn't come back out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so that was the rough case of T.S. Sharp. I, I do think it's awesome that Bing and Google did take it upon themselves to make sure that Google searching on the normal interweb for horrific images is a little bit more difficult. Um, especially when children and minors are involved. So I think that's at least one shred of, you know, light that came from this horrible, horrible tragedy. Um, it's really sad, it's really hard to think about, but unfortunately, we live in a fucked up world. But thank you for joining us today. Um, come join the conversation, let us know what you guys think. Do you think Paul's sentence was fair? Do you think wasting police time warrants, five months in jail? or do you think, that's a little bit hefty like we kind of all said here even though we don't specifically know what he did and if any of our listeners do if any of our listeners are in the area when this is happening cuz there's huge news over there um yeah, if you, you could let us know yeah now. if you could let us know what mm-hmm. exactly he did if that was reported on your guys' end we'd love to hear it and then we can rediscuss
1: we'd love to hear that what's going on and then
0: also let us know what you think about this nasty monster Um, what his sentence should be do you agree that it should be life with us or do you think he should have the opportunity to be paroled in 38 years uh being that he is a very young well a a younger not
1: like 38 years in jail isn't
0: anything yeah it's pretty much the
1: equivalent of his life to this point but same time i'm like
3: yeah but he took a minor's
0: life I agree.
1: right he he stopped the life yeah that's that.
0: So let us know what you guys think. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your fam. Hit us with that five stars on iTunes, please.
1: Woo! And check the Patreon page out. We love you.
0: Yes, absolutely. We're sending out those goodie bags. Like I said, you'll probably get them
3: soon. Yeah, I've taken a look at them. They're sweet. They're autographs. And the yes. John Hancocks are coming
0: out here. Hey. You, so you'll <laughs> like them. And thank Woo! you, Melissa, for joining us on this case. We know it was a, a rough one, but, you know, it was quick because uh, there wasn't much to cover as far as details go. There wasn't many that were like super, super reported, but we do thank you for being here anytime, love.
4: Absolutely.
0: And uh, everyone else, we'll bid you adieu. See you later. Bye.
1: Chuck chucking up deuces.
2: <laughs> now for nine months, Stuart Hazel insisted Tia Sharp died after falling down stairs. Today, he finally pleaded guilty to murdering her. But the dramatic turnaround came simply too late to prevent Tia's family enduring four days of harrowing evidence. The South London schoolgirl's body was found hidden in the house of her grandmother, Hazel's former partner, last summer. And just to warn you, some of you may find the detail in Jane Deeds' report upsetting.
4: So what can you tell me about the murder of Tia Sharps, Stuart?
2: He told them nothing.
4: Well, oh, okay, cut the ministry, of Muslim
2: But today, Stuart Hazel finally admitted a sexual and sadistic murder of a 12-year-old girl who trusted and idolised him. Tia Sharp's family thought Hazel loved her like a granddaughter. But one night in the summer holidays, when he was looking after Tia, he assaulted her and then, it's believed, smothered her. On trial, he claimed she died after falling down the stairs, until today, when his legal team asked for the charge of murder to be put to him again. He paused and then said guilty. It was the one true word he's spoken since he murdered Tia Sharp. Apparently, he felt her family had suffered enough. Or did he just realise the evidence against him was too strong?